So can you grill in a reverse flow smoker? Well, I'll tell you what, stay tuned and find out. We're going to answer that question today on the podcast. You're listening to the Pitmaster Secrets Podcast. Yeah, so this is a this is another one of those uh, questions in the series of can you do this or not <laughs> kind of topics, and uh, I, I do actually one of the most interesting conversations I have with customers, especially the guys that are wanting to build their own smoker. You know, they'll go to smokerplans.net, um, they'll download a set of plans to build themselves a reverse flow smoker, but they, they if they're new to the whole barbecue thing and they're trying to stretch their money out. It's it's interesting that they try to make this one cooker do everything. <laughs> you know, like they, they want the, the magic bullet is what they're looking for. And, you know, while that's achievable, we always talk about convenience, you know, and every time, you know, you got to decide convenience over function. And uh, in this case, we're looking to see, like, is it even possible to grill directly in the cook chamber of a reverse flow smoker? Um, so anyway, a couple of things, you know, about it, it being possible is sure it's possible. Um, the, the difference is, is like, are you willing to take the trade-offs that you're going to have um, in, in function and design? And, you know, they're not bad, bad things. They're not deal breakers, really. Um, you know, the, the biggest reason that you want a reverse flow smoker to begin with is to have indirect, completely isolated, uh, cook chamber environment away from the fire that you're burning and to have that dead even cook chamber temp you know across the length horizontally of the cook chamber and so if you decide you know the, the well let me say this in order to achieve that we put a baffle plate in there that's tuned to the, the size of your cook chamber and firebox and uh, that baffle plate is completely welded solid in there so that there's no air leakage throughout the entire length of the cook chamber around that baffle plate. So by by wanting to have this grilling environment in there, the, the main sacrifice you'll make is you'll have to have that baffle plate, either pieces of it or the entire thing will have to be removable. So if you decide that you're up to that and you wanna do it, uh, we can talk about some different options with that baffle plate. So uh, option number one is you can actually just go ahead and weld your baffle plate in solid and then just make some square pieces of that plate, say 20 by 20, 24 by 24, whatever size cooker you got, uh, make some pieces of that removable that actually lift out of that, uh, out of a hole in the baffle plate and then you can drop a, char a grilling basket directly down into that baffle plate and light a real charcoal fire right there in that spot. Um, that that We've done that on a couple different sets of plans and we've had some good reviews from customers on it. Um, it works pretty well. The, the problem with doing it that way is gonna be cleanup. You're gonna get grease that leaks down under the baffle plate and you're gonna have to power wash all that grease out of there. So you might have to incorporate a second dra grease drain or something in there to accommodate that. Um, a second option for your baffle plate is to actually just make it into tuning plates. You just make it into short pieces. Um, you know, they can be 12 inches, six inches, they can be two foot long, whatever you can handle and make those whole pieces of baffle plate 
pull completely out of the cook chamber entirely, <clears throat> then this frees up a little more functionality because you can actually make a charcoal basket that hangs in the same place the tuning plates went, and you can slide that around inside the, the, the cook chamber left to right. This is gonna help out quite a bit because you could actually have that charcoal basket on the same side as the smokestack if you're just looking to say, do some indirect cold smoking or something. You can build a small charcoal fire with a little bit of wood on it on the, fi on the firebox end of the pit, open the smokestack right above it, and then uh, you're gonna be able to have your, your meat sitting on the other end so it's completely indirect and the heat can, can escape the cook chamber while the smoke can kind of roll around in there a little bit. Or you can actually do indirect with the, with the charcoal basket in the cook chamber slid all the way to one side. Say you're doing steaks or tri-tips and you want to reverse sear, uh, you could put an air inlet on the opposite end of the cook chamber and put your charcoal basket down there. Use your smokestack uh, to direct convection across the cook chamber. Go ahead and, and uh, smoke your meat, bring it up to about 120 to 129, and then hit it over the top of them coals to do the sear. Um, build your crust right after, uh, right after you smoked it for a little bit. So both of those are really good options that you can do. Um, as far as a charcoal basket goes, I would probably tend to make something about you know two to three inches deep, and uh, it doesn't need to be that large. Uh, just depends on how much direct grilling you're going to do. Say you're going to try to do 50 burgers, well you're going to need a little more room uh, for charcoal bed, you know, so you can get directly over that. So you'll want a bigger charcoal or a bigger cook chamber. Um, you know, if you're just looking to do a few steaks and you just need a spot for searing, you're not going to need as much charcoal, so you don't need as big of an area. Um, but like I say, I like to either make it where I put a charcoal basket directly in the bottom of that cook chamber, uh, sitting in the bottom of the cook chamber, or I like to make a tray that slides left and right in that cook chamber so I can control where my hot spot is, my, hot, my hottest zone is in the cooker. Um, and, you know, you're gonna have charcoal, you're gonna have your cooking grates right above it, so you're gonna need to make sure you can move it around a little bit, you know, to, to be able to access your coal bed. Um, you know, the uh, one big thing you wanna pay attention to is like how to cook this way, how, what's your cooking style? So if your cooking style is, is like I said, you're wanting to just reverse sear, um, you know, you would just design for that with your charcoal basket and stuff. Um, something you might wanna do is just add another smokestack in the cook chamber. So you've got the one by the firebox, since this is a reverse flow, you can add a second smokestack on the other end of the cook chamber down low if you want. And uh, if you do that, then you've got flexibility on which way your draft is going. You could actually almost cook in it like you would an open offset uh, at that point, because now we're cooking from the top down. Get all of our heat and smoke up to the top of the cook chamber, open up the smokestack at the other end that's down low in the cook, on the side of the cook chamber. Now we've got that, uh, that downward convection going on. <clears throat> One more thing that I kind of like to uh, play with once in a while, and it totally just depends on what you're doing. You could actually have two fires going. If you're looking for uh, uh, an interesting cooking style, <clears throat> you could actually go ahead and light a small fire in your offset firebox. 
<clears throat> and uh, and maintain a smaller than normal fire, and then have your uh, uh, charcoal tray in the cook chamber off to the opposite end. That would that would allow you to have a really hot zone and uh, be able to have a like a more smoking temperature at the other end if your cook chamber is big enough. You know, there's nothing wrong with playing around with all different sorts of methods. Um, you know, we that's what the smoker builder thing is all about. Uh, you know, there's there's no wrong way to build a pit and there's no wrong way to uh, to cook on one really. So. Uh, we're, right now, what we're working on is what we call a hybrid patio model. And it's very similar to what I just described. You're gonna have an offset firebox um, on the right-hand side. You're gonna have a, uh, uh, a horizontal cook chamber, two smokestacks in it, one on each end. The one over the firebox end is gonna be at the top of the cook chamber, and the one on the other end is gonna be down low, just like an offset. And we're going to put tuning plates in there just like a traditional offset. And that's going to give you maximum flexibility inside that cook chamber environment so that you can control where you want hot spots and where you don't. But you could also remove all of those tuning plates and you could put a charcoal grate right inside that cook chamber. So uh, anyway, if you're interested in something like that, there's a couple ways of finding out more information. Um, you can get on our newsletter. Just go to uh, smokerbuildermfg.com and uh, look at the bottom down there. There's a place to subscribe to the email uh, newsletter. You can also go to our link tree, uh, which is in all of our social media places. It says linktr.ee slash smokerbuilder. Um, you could also just navigate there. But that'll get you a place to literally put your email address in and get on our list. Um, another thing you can do is give us a call, 573-612-1315, and uh, ask for me, Frank, and I'll talk your head off about it. Um, or just be watching the website when we launch. Um, anyway, guys, uh, we appreciate you listening. If you're listening on a podcast platform, please give us a review and subscribe to this podcast so we can get more of this stuff to you. If you're watching on some social media platform out there, Make sure you hit the subscribe button. And uh, man, if you don't mind, take a screenshot and share it on your social media profile. That would sure mean the world to me and tag me in it so I know you're listening. Um, anyway, till next time, keep your smoke thin and blue. We'll see you on the flip side.